Hey everyone, I'm back. It's been a bit. Um, I've been graduating college, fortunately, and so I've been busy with exams and graduation stuff, but I'm back and ready to roll for more podcasts with uh, more stuff to talk about. We got NBA on the dock today, NHL, UFC 273, MLB, and then some things to come. So let's start off with the NBA. I know uh, I haven't given out any of my picks on Twitter or anything uh, for the series. I've been all over the Celtics. Um, I really like this Celtics team. I think that they've got something going. They're better as a team. We've seen that uh, Williams uh, and um, Horford can help lock down uh, Lopez and Giannis in the paint. And so, you know, we've got... Uh, a decent Celtics team here that is is really getting slept on the fact that they work as a unit. It's not a, a single man's game like uh, what Bucks have. The Bucks, you know, obviously heavily relying on Giannis uh, with Chris Middleton out, and then you know Drew Holiday is just um, you know doing his thing. So I'm I'm going to get the Celtics winning the series. I know that uh, it's a tied series right now. Um, and the Bucks are favored by two going into this next game. Celtics going into uh, Milwaukee. I really like Boston's chances here to win the game outright, so I'm going to take the money line in the next game, so uh, on Saturday. And uh, but I'll also have them for the series. And I actually have um, a future for the Celtics to reach the East Finals and the East uh, Champions. So. Get the Celtics into the final, winning the whole thing as well. Um, I, I really, really like the cohesion of this team. Jason Tatum is just an absolute monster. Um, and even with Marcus Smart out now, I still think that they're really, really good. Um, I like the Heat to beat 76ers. I think a lot of obvious things here. Joel Embiid is the uh, really the engine fuel of this team. I know that they just lost tonight. Or the, or the 76ers, excuse me, won tonight, 99-79, which makes the lead uh, 2-1 to the Heat. Um, I still like the Heat's chances. You know, this is a game they could afford to lose. You know, they're in Philadelphia, um, and, you know, they've got a couple things holding them back. Uh, and, you know, this is the one game that James Harden can say he kind of did okay in. So I'm going to give... Um, the 76ers some some credit here and Bede was playing so that's good for the 76ers I just don't think that they're going to be able to be consistent enough to beat the Heat I think this Heat team is probably the most slept on one seed of all time I I can't think of another NBA playoff series uh, or playoff year where the one seed has just been never in the conversation to get into the finals or win it all I mean this this Miami Heat team has just been utterly disrespected and I will, exp- I would suspect that it's going to be the Heat Celtics going into the finals for sure uh, of the East Conference. Um, for the West Conference, I've got um, the Golden State Warriors beating the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have an awesome team. John Morant is an absolute beast. I just don't think that they're ready yet. They're not at that next step. Um, Golden State has experience in this field. They've found something. They are turning it on. They're favored by seven going to Golden State. Um, they should win this game uh, by double digits at home. And so I'm going to take Golden State uh, minus seven on Saturday's game. I'm going to take them to win the series, but I'm hesitant to take them to win 
the West Conference towards the beginning of the playoffs uh, when they were just smoking the Nuggets. Um, they just trampled all over the Nuggets, and um, you know they've been looking really good. They looked awesome in their first game against the Grizzlies, um, and then, uh, well, I mean, I, I say looked awesome. They barely won, but um, I think that this is going to be their tight games. But the Warriors, once they're playing at home, uh, will just have a mega advantage over these Grizzlies. So I'm going to I'm going to give it to the Warriors to win the double digits and to win the series against the Grizzlies. I know it's tied one one right now, so still good value there. Um, and then on the other side of the Western bracket, I've got. Phoenix Suns beating the Mavericks. Suns just lost tonight, so it's a 2-1 lead that they have. Um, the Mavericks are heavily relying on Luka and, uh, you know, Brunson and some of these guys that, you know, are, are good players but still need that time to develop. I mean, Luka didn't even have that great of a game tonight. Um, played 34 minutes. I know he's had injury problems, and so I don't. I just don't see this. I, I just don't see this team being able to to handle the Phoenix Suns on multiple day spree. The Suns kind of have on and off games, but when they're on, they don't lose. Um, you know, Chris Paul didn't really make much of an impact tonight. Uh, only took nine shots um, inside the arc and, and took three outside or four outside. Excuse me. So not much of an impact from him. Same with Devin Booker. Um, not too big of an impact from him either. A uh, lot of turnovers on the Suns' part. That you know, just massive turnover difference, and that really made the game. If if the turnovers don't happen, the Suns win this game fairly easy because all their shooting percentages were better than the Mavs. But really, it's going to be the 17 turnovers versus the eight. Um, and you know, when you have Dallas scoring 22 points on your turnovers and you losing by nine, that's going to make all the difference. Um, 94-103, the final score, Mavericks won tonight. But I'm going to take the Suns to win the series, and I'm going to take them on Sunday. The lines aren't out yet, but uh, whatever the Suns are, they're going to cover it. I, I genuinely believe that. People are going to overreact after this last game, and I'm going to take the Suns because they are the better team the Mavericks don't have a good answer uh, to the Suns when they're hot. I think the Suns are going to try to get this done early. They're going to try to make it so that the Memphis uh, and Golden State games have to play out. They get a little break. Um, and I like them to win the Western Conference. I also like the Suns to win the whole thing. I know that's kind of a chalk pick, but I think a Suns-Celtics uh, final exact prediction is a pretty good bet. Um, you definitely will get a lot of plus money on that. So that would be my prediction for the NBA. We'll talk a little bit more about the NBA once these series finish up, now that I've given you my predictions for the current series. Uh, let's move on to the NHL. Some really good hockey going on. Uh, I don't think there are any teams left in the whomping uh, category, except for the Avalanche. I know the Avalanche are up 2-0. But everybody else has won a game at least. So the poor Nashville Predators... Just getting absolutely smoked the other night. If you watch the game, uh, the Avalanche were up, I think, five points maybe in the first period or something crazy like that. I mean, they scored so many times early on that it just became a joke of a game. Um, and so, you know, it was a 7-2 final, but the Avalanche won, I mean, convincingly five goals in the first. So I really like uh, the Avalanche. I actually have had a future on the Avalanche to win 
the Stanley Cup, I still think that's a strong bet. So if you're looking for futures right now in the NHL, get the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup. There's no competition. The, I mean, the West has no competition. And then whoever comes out of the East, probably Carolina. Um, I just don't think they could handle the all-round strength, the brute force that the Avalanche have been bringing to people. I mean, they're just good on all fronts. And now that they've got a lot of their pieces back from injury, they're going to be deadly going forward. Um, in terms of the other series, uh, let's stick in the West. I really like uh, the Calgary Flames winning against the Stars. I know that the Stars looked pretty good. Flames didn't in this last game uh, yesterday. But the Flames have got something going. Um, they, they've got some sort of uh, defensive structure that's really prevented a lot of teams from succeeding against them in the regular season. Um, you know, they, they've they really held their own. And so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think that they had a kind of just a rough game. Um, I mean, they're holding teams. I don't know. There was probably like maybe less. There were probably less than five times during the season that someone scored four goals on them. They're really, really talented on the defensive side. And I think that's going to be really important. Um, obviously, you know, Dallas doesn't even score in their first game. Um, Dallas impressive win when they win in uh, Alberta, but I'm going to give the Flames uh, the benefit of the doubt. I still think they're legit. Take the Flames minus 160 to go into Dallas and uh, respond well. I also like the under 5.5 in this game that's happening uh, tonight at 930. Um, get the Flames to win that series. I think that's a pretty easy pick. The next one, the Minnesota Wild and St. Louis Blues. Um, I, I think that this is a very interesting series only because Minnesota Wild have just never been taken seriously. Um, obviously, they're second in the Central, the Blues third in the Central. Um, but I, I think that the Blues, you know, they've been on this stage before. They have the experience. Uh, they got blown out tonight, 5-1. Um, the Wild scored very, very early on, um, two in the first, one in the second. Um, and then just finish them off two in the third, kind of towards the end there. I like the Blues, though, uh, with the experience. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt in the series. I know that they're down right now, but take advantage of the plus money. I think that um, going into Sunday in their next game, Wild are going to lose, and it's not going to be pretty. St. Louis, it's going to be a home game. This is where the Blues get back on track and come back from their 2-1 deficit in the series, take the Blues to win the series, um, take the Blues in their next game money line, and also go for the over on whatever the puck line, or whatever the uh, over-under is on scores, because um, the the heat that's going to be coming from these this Blues team after just such a humiliating defeat is going to come. And the Wild have the ability to score. The St. Louis defense isn't what's great. Um, it's just the fierceness, physicality of the team and the offense. So I'm going to give it to the St. Louis Blues um, going forward. And then the next one is the Edmonton Oilers and L.A. King uh, team. This has been interesting uh, to watch. The L.A. Kings have just been absolutely disrespected in this series. The Oilers have found something in the later half of the series. I like the Oilers a lot. They did not just beat the Kings, they demolished the Kings. Eight goals against two. Um, and that's just wild gameplay, if you think about it. I know the Oilers have a 2-1 lead. Um, I've got them actually getting into the semi 
final in the Western Conference Championship, I should say, against um, the Avalanche. I like the uh, uh, Oilers a lot here. Take them money line for the rest of the series and then take them to win the series, take them to get to the uh, Western Conference Finals as well. I think that's it for the West. On to the East. We've got the Carolina Hurricanes and Boston Bruins. Boston with a good showing, 4-2 against the Hurricanes tonight. Hurricanes still lead the series 2-1. I like the Hurricanes as an overall team. As much as I would like the Bruins to beat the Hurricanes just out of pure Boston fandom, um, I'm going to give it to the Hurricanes. This Hurricanes team, I think, has finally found its feet. It has been, uh, it's had growing pains. There was the year that they barely missed out on on making the Stanley Cup, uh, where they were just ramming through teams. You know, the Hurricane went up through Washington D.C. They beat the Capitals in the first round. Then they were able to go up, beat the Islanders. I just don't see them making it, uh, not making it, I should say, this year to the Stanley Cup. So I've got the Carolina Hurricanes making the Stanley Cup. Um, and then losing in the Stanley Cup to the Avalanche. But if you want a good future, take the Hurricanes right now while they're down a game. Uh, I don't think the Bruins win another one in this series based on how they've been playing. The Hurricanes are just such a good team overall. Initially, I had this being a six-game series where Carolina would lose two. I'm now starting to think that they might only lose one. But Boston had a good showing at home. So going into this next game on Sunday... It's going to be in Boston. You might avoid betting this particular game. And, uh, you know, you could hold off, see if you can make some money on the value if Boston wins. But definitely have the Hurricanes winning the series um, and then getting all the way to the Stanley Cup. Really like this Hurricanes team uh, as much as it pains me to say it. Next one, we've got the Toronto Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay Lightning. This Toronto team has defied the odds. They look great. And maybe the curse is broken, but I, I don't believe so. Um, I know that the Maple Leafs are up to one They killed the Lightning in their first game. They killed them in this game today. Um, but I think the Lightning just have that playoff experience. The Maple Leafs have a lot of pressure on them in this first round. Uh, they've gone through the first round before and lost. It, it's been since like the 60s or 70s since they've gotten anywhere close to the Stanley Cup. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay to come back and and shock the Maple Leafs, um, even though the Maple Leafs are the better team. Um, I think Tampa just has the experience. They've got more senior guys that, that know what they're doing. Um, and this next game in Tampa is going to show that. It's going to be a 2-2 series. So definitely take Tampa in the game Sunday and then take them to win the series as well. All right, how many more we got? Um, all right, Florida Panthers and Washington Capitals. Another great series. Uh, Washington Capitals showing a little bit of life, even though there was not many expectations going in, obviously being the eighth seed, and the Florida Panthers being one of the highest-scoring teams um, of all time. I think it's the highest-scoring, uh, most goals, at least, in a regular season that any team's ever gotten. This Florida Panthers team is honestly so fun to watch. And I know that they just got one of their big defensive pieces back in Eckert or however you pronounce his last name. Um, and really, really, Ekblad, sorry. Um, 
they they really have something going. I, I like the Panthers. I know that the Capitals, you know, I, I love the Capitals as a team. I want to root for them. And I know they've got this game coming up in D.C. But when the Panthers are minus 200 odds going into Washington, D.C., which has an extremely rabid fan base, I really don't like their chances. So I'm going to take the Panthers minus 200 um, in Saturday's game. I'm going to take them to uh, win against the Capitals. And I will have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals to beat or, or to lose to the Carolina Hurricanes. And that leads me to the final Eastern uh, series, which is the Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins. Originally, I had the Penguins in a fairly easy uh, series after that OT, that OT game, uh, the first one that the Penguins won. I liked the Penguins a lot going into this series. Uh, I just thought that the Rangers were a little overrated. But um, I, I don't think now with the Penguins' uh, goaltending kind of hurt, um, that they will have a, a solid defensive play against the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers, uh, the last time they played, scored five, which, you know, five is a big number for the playoffs, and, you know, it does say something. This Igor uh, Shurskin guy is just a monster, and so you gotta you got to take into account that with uh, a goalie out, you, you're going to have a little bit of trouble not that Pittsburgh doesn't have a good second goalie, but um, I, I just don't feel as comfortable with the play anymore. That said, I kind of like how the Rangers are only favored minus 120 going into this next game. I think you could you could get a sneaky run by the Penguins to win this game and go lose to the Hurricanes in the next series. So I'm going to take the Penguins on, a, on an upset um upset play here where they're going to win the next game at home i'm going to take the over on goals you got uh it's a six is the total i'm going to take over six goals pittsburgh penguins money line it's plus money and i think that Sidney crosby and the boys are going to get it done these guys have chris lang these guys have been in the game for so long i think that they're going to get it done uh at least win this last series this is their last dance uh, before you get some free agents, I'm going to give the the Penguins the benefit of the doubt, have them win the series, um, and, and win this game uh, tonight. And that's it for the NHL as well. Um, we'll get more into the the games. I'll give a little bit more analysis when we get into the next round. Um, we'll see how these play out. I you know I watch a, a little bit of the regular season, but uh, really. None of it matters until you get to the final or to the, to the playoffs, just kind of like the NBA. So I, I really don't um, have enough to go off in order to make some strong opinions, to get some strong bets. So you're seeing it from more of a casual viewer, but looking at the lines, which a lot of my you know betting is is done on line analysis as well as some fundamentals. Um, I, I think you could get some good plays here, and you know my record speaks for itself. So we'll see how that goes. All right, next. What I'm really excited for is this UFC card that's coming up tonight. Lots of really good fights. I think I said 274 or three earlier. It's UFC 274. Um, no one really uh, standing out in the prelims. I will be taking uh, Danny Roberts against Francisco Trinaldo. Um, I think that Roberts has a, a little bit of an incline coming in. Um, and I'd I like his, his it's it's dead even right now um, in the sports books, but I, I like uh, Danny Roberts in the prelims. 
But other than that, I think that the main uh, appeal is going to be in, in the regular uh, card. Great to see Donald uh, Cowboy Cerrone fighting again. Um, how he's plus or how he's in, you know a favorite is beyond me. Dude is like 39 years old. Um, but uh, you know that it makes absolutely no sense to the point where it makes sense. I'm gonna get Cerrone minus 190. I really like it. Um, you know everyone is gonna be betting against him considering he hasn't won a fight in forever. It seems. Um, he got, you know, kind of obliterated against Connor. I know that Connor McGregor is, you know, who he is, but, uh, Cowboy has just been losing, losing, losing. I really don't like, uh, betting for him or betting on him, not because of who he is. I think he's an awesome person, but he's just like, he's done. And there's no way that this fight goes well for him, except uh, for the fact that he's going against... Joe Lauzon. So I, I'm going to go for Cerrone, minus 190. I think that that's, that, that line tells you everything. Uh, Michael Chandler against Tony Ferguson. I'm taking Chandler. This is not going to be close. Tony Ferguson's been running his lip about Dana White and how the league isn't paying people enough, how they don't give the fighters proper health care and health insurance and all of that. Um, Tony Ferguson's mind is just out of it. He's also one of those guys who's just lost a ton of fights in a row, has not looked good in forever. And clearly he's just, he's, since he's out of the headlines, he's having to, uh, you know, fight against the UFC instead of focusing on fighting against the people who he's getting paid to fight against. Um, so I'm going to take Michael Chandler, who's been pretty silent. I think he's just been working hard, working at it after the, uh, I won't call it humiliating, but the loss that he had, um, you know, earlier or later last year. I like Michael Chandler here. I actually like him for a knockout. Um, so whatever the plus odds you can get on that. I know Michael Chandler is a minus 365 favorite right now. Uh, I, you know, that line tells you everything. Chandler is definitely the play here. Um, but if you can get the plus odds on a knockout, I, I would definitely take those. And then finally, I've got uh, Gaethje plus 115. I know the odds have gone down. Um, Oliveira obviously not making weight, huge story. Um, but now that he's got the whole media, the whole crowd, everybody against him, basically because he didn't make his weight, and you know that's kind of a shameful thing to do in this business. I don't like his odds as much. You know he's going to have to go in with a, a pure submission strategy. There's no way he's knocking out a guy like uh, Gaethje, who is just an absolute tank. Um, Oliveira is not really a striker. He likes to get into the submission game. You know, obviously he beats Poirier pretty, uh, it looked pretty handily, but Gaethje's a whole nother animal. And I think Gaethje's got good enough defense um, and will just consistently just beat down Oliveira. I'm going to take Gaethje at plus 115. And I'm going to look at whatever the odds are on um, over under and kind of decisions. I, I mean, I'm going to put a majority of my focus on this Gaethje fight just because it is so interesting. Um, I really, I'm looking at some of these odds and I'm going to be taking Gaethje to win, um, by a five round decision at plus 700 to win by the points at 700. I think this will go the full five rounds. Uh, I, I think it's going to be kind of a lazy fight, sloppy, um, not a very interesting one. I think Gaethje just kind of like wears Oliveira down. Oliveira has decent stamina. And he's going to be trying to submit the whole time. There might be a lot of ground game in here, but I think Justin Gaethje is going to win regardless. So I've got Justin Gaethje. I actually have it plus 125 
Um, and I'm going to take Gaethje to win by points at plus 700. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I might take Gaethje to win by unanimous decision at plus 1,000. Um, and so uh, these odds are insane. Gaethje to win by split or majority decision at plus 2,000. I mean, the favoring on Oliveira is insane here. I just I don't see I don't see this thing going the going inside the distance. Um, I know that the over under right now is sitting at around two and a half. Um, so I would go definitely over two and a half rounds at plus one twenty five for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. That that's really my lock. My lock for for Saturday is over two and a half rounds on the Gaethje Oliveira fight. If you can get that, I think you're you're in a solid position. And that's it for UFC 274. Uh, a little update on the MLB. I know it's regular season, but I've got a couple futures that I put down. I had a future at the very beginning of the season. Uh, the Mets winning over 96 games at plus 450 odds. And that's looking pretty good. Um, I would suggest you, uh, if you can still hit in and over for the end of the season, I would do it. I think the Mets look really, really good. They've I, I, a lot of people don't realize this. They actually have three of the top ten highest paid players. So they've been throwing money at guys like the Grom uh, in the pitching, and and um, you know they they've really got a, a team that's crazy talented. So I really like this New York Mets team. I I think that they've been pretty steady, not too. Uh, bad up and down scherzer's been insane for them you know lindor's great Pete alonzo's great um and so as long as they can keep up the pitching game they should be pretty good uh throughout the season they've been beating teams left and right the number one i think in the in the nl east uh so the standings are, are in their favor right now they're at 19 wins nine losses um you know the only team that's doing better than them is is the brewers and you know the Brewers haven't really played anyone yet. Um, my poor Red Sox are just shit in the bed right now. This is not looking pretty for them. Uh, you know it's not it's not as bad as the the Reds. I know that the Cincinnati Reds they're three and twenty two. So you might get a lot of plus value. They you know they're they're on track to basically win twenty games this season. I I'm sure they're not going to lose that many so you could probably get a a couple good deals on the reds every now and then all of the money lines for the reds are going to be like plus 200 plus 300 definitely try to snag those up they've had a really rough start but they're really not that bad of a team they still have some great players i mean joey Votto is is, is a great player um do they still have who was the, the they had the pitcher that was uh up everyone's ass last year who was it um I don't know. They have a lot of, uh, you know, weird, weird talent. Obviously, they've been like you've been hearing stories about people take, taking shits in in the stands and in in the the box boxes and all that. So uh, there's absolute turmoil in the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, don't let that, you know, be a reason that you don't bet on the money line because they still have to play the game of baseball and they will win some going forward. So you, it might be the play right now while they're value is low um buying low on the reds and i'm still buying even though they're high on the new york mets um and some other teams that you want to look out for right now 
the the uh, Marlins are sneaky good. I know that they don't have a positive record right now, but the Marlins have shown they can hang with some teams. I mean, the Padres have hit overs in the last like 15 games until they play against the Marlins. Padres scored two against the Marlins on Thursday, and yesterday uh, they scored three against the Marlins. So they have some decent pitching. No one's scoring dramatic amounts against them. They they uh, nearly swept the Braves. Um, they looked really good against the Phillies uh, earlier in the season. I, I don't know what it is with this Marlins team. I kind of like them. I'm not saying that they're making a run in the playoffs, but definitely a team to look out for. Uh, definitely look into the stats, who's pitching. I think you'll find some interesting uh, plays there. And the Rockies, another interesting team, a team that has been getting a little attention in the media recently, um, performing well against the Nationals, uh, smoking the Reds, obviously, um, like everybody else, and then uh, doing well against the Tigers, which, again, nothing really interesting to say. They've got a little bit of a weak schedule so far. I mean, they literally their schedule is the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, um, the Tigers, and the Reds. So um, not too much to say, but definitely a team to look out for. Uh, their record's pretty good. The Diamondbacks, even though they've been playing a really rough schedule, have been playing pretty decent. Uh, showed that they could beat some teams. I know that they beat the Mets, actually, in a game. Uh, they beat the Dodgers uh, twice, so the Diamondbacks have have impressive wins on their on the, under their belt as well. Um, this this year, the NL West is by far the best, um, by far the best uh, conference or best division. So uh, keep an eye out for those teams. Get your futures ready on them. And that's it for for baseball. Next time, I'm going to try to talk a little bit more deep. Uh, into the MLB NFL trades and the NFL draft, the implications of that will give some futures out. There'll be a little bit more structure. I know that this was a little bit uh, more freelance. Um, And then the next rounds of the NBA and NHL. Best of luck on your bets. I'll talk to you later.